people in Brighton talking about homelessness. They range from big issue sellers to people who have a statutory role or work directly with homeless people. We look at the official definitions of homelessness. First, Patrick, a big issue seller, tells us how he became homeless. I trusted someone. I came to England to work. I worked for 15 months on the Channel Tunnel, but I had been made redundant back in Ireland, so I invested a lot of my money with a friend in a trucking business. And while I was over here, he was setting up to sell the whole business. I was left with absolutely nothing. I owed money, which I I had written a few cheques, which I thought the money was there to cover, and they didn't, so... Just kind of went. I didn't go on the run, but I just didn't didn't really know. I was aimless in life. So I, I started writing my poetry. I was homeless for roughly six months, just moving around England, London, around. Then I came to Brighton. Then I got into a hostel for roughly three years. And I started doing the big issue while I was in the hospital and so I got the money together to get a deposit done, which is the biggest problem. Yeah. And I've been staying where I am for the past four years. Abraham Gabri Georgis is a senior lawyer with Brighton and Hove Council. He explains the legal definition of homelessness and the statutory obligations of the council. The concept of homelessness covers a wide range of situations ranging from rooflessness to precarious accommodation but the legal definition is more precise and is contained in section 175 of the Housing Act 1996 and it defines homelessness or, or a person as being homeless if the person has no accommodation in the United Kingdom or elsewhere and the word elsewhere was introduced by the 1996 Act, so that uh, it's not only accommodation in the United Kingdom that counts, but also accommodation that the person may have anywhere in the world. The uh, availability of accommodation is subject to two further tests. The first one is that the accommodation has to be reasonable to continue to occupy. Secondly, if there was any evidence of domestic violence as a result of uh, which the person is unable to occupy that accommodation then it will not be treated as being available. Subject to those two tests, any accommodation in the United Kingdom or elsewhere, if it's available therefore the applicant will not be treated as being harmless. The local authority's legal obligation depends on four specific factors. First of all whether the person, the applicant, is eligible for assistance. Secondly, whether the person is in priority need, thirdly whether they became homeless intentionally and finally whether the applicant has suitable alternative accommodation which is available for them. Eligibility depends largely on whether the person is a British citizen or or a member of a European Union country or a national of a Commonwealth country with rights of a bird in the United Kingdom. If the applicant is eligible but not in priority need the council's duty is also limited to providing advice and assistance. And the concept of priority need is uh, contained in the Housing Act 1996, Section 189. It includes a group of people who, who could be described as being vulnerable, and there are specific categories under the Act, including pregnant women, adults with children, 
and persons who are vulnerable as a result of old age, mental illness or some other special reason. It also includes persons who become homeless as a result of emergencies such as floods or, or earthquakes. If you come within one or more of those categories, you are in priority need. If you do not come within those uh, categories, you are not in priority need, and the council's duty towards you is limited to providing advice and assistance, but no duty to provide accommodation. Marie is a big issue vendor in Brighton. Well, I've been on the streets for about five months because uh, I was evicted from my flat in Exeter. And I thought if I come down to Brighton, a lot of people told me it would be easier to get a place down here. So I came down here and I went to the council and they told me that I intentionally made myself homeless, which I didn't. I'm being through courts and I'm going to court again, but they said I made myself intentionally homeless, so I'm just on the streets. When I was in my flat, I was not getting on the landlords because he used to let himself in when he felt like it and he, well, he was sexually harassing me. So, well, I, I didn't get on. I mean, he gave me eviction order, but I left before the eviction order was up. So the council is saying I made myself intentionally homeless. Abraham explains the complex issue of being intentionally homeless. If the applicant is in priority need, but became homeless intentionally, then the council's duty is limited to providing advice and accommodation for a reasonable period. And the term reasonable period is usually in practice interpreted to mean accommodation for about four weeks. After that, the council has no further duty. The concept of intentionality in the Act is different from what people would understand to, to mean in the normal sense of the word in the English language. Intentionality under the Housing Act 1996 depends on whether the person became homeless as a result of a deliberate act. For instance, if a tenant fails to pay the rent as a result of which the landlord evicts them and they present themselves to the council as homeless applicants, the council would be entitled to take the view that because their homelessness was the result of their failure to pay the rent, they will be deemed to be intentionally homeless. If a person is in priority need but not intentionally homeless, then the council would have a duty to provide accommodation for up to two years. Before the Housing Act 1996 came into force, the council would normally have provided permanent accommodation either in a council flat or in housing association accommodation, but the Housing Act 1996 took the council's power to do that and limited the council's ability to provide accommodation to only two years. If the council wants to continue to provide the accommodation at the end of the two years, it has to review the case and be satisfied that the person is, would still be homeless, would still be in priority need. Finally, even if the person is in priority need and not intentionally homeless, before they can be offered accommodation, the council needs to be satisfied that there is no suitable alternative accommodation which is available for them. If the council, taking into account the availability of accommodation in this area, also the financial and other circumstances of the applicant, if the council thinks that there is alternative suitable accommodation available for the applicant, the council's duty is limited to providing support to the person to enable them to secure the accommodation. There will not be any duty to provide accommodation. From the Open University, 
For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.